0: and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cammie Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible podcast. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And I am so excited to introduce you to this invincible one today. Debbie Brosnan loves all things food and found her way from personal chef to virtual cooking class instructor as she and her business adapted with the need for virtual events Debbie is a passionate, self-taught home cook who began her journey cooking alongside her mother and grandmother as a young child. Her focus is on healthy food that tastes amazing using simple recipes so that those who take her classes will continue to make those dishes and others in their own kitchens. Using the recipes she has been teaching in class, Debbie wrote the effortless, Kitchen Cookbook, simple, healthy, and delicious recipes that make everyday cooking effortless, which hit the top of 16 Amazon bestseller categories between the digital and print version, and earned a bestseller banner. In 2022, Debbie has added on culinary travel as an offering for those who have the travel bug And she's currently in Abruzzo, Italy for her first culinary retreat and has just announced her 2023 Italy dates. And you can find those details at the effortlesskitchen.com. Welcome, Debbie. Oh, my gosh. It is so exciting to have you here with us on the She's Invincible podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Cami. I love that intro. I, I, I know I wrote it, but I'm like, yay, that's me. <laughs> that is you. And it is yeah. so
0: much fun to be here with you. Uh, and when I say be here with you, let me make myself clear. Debbie and I are in Abruzzo, Italy today. We've been here yeah. all week uh, and we're having the most magical experience And I can't even tell you guys that I can't, there's just no words. It's like a hashtag no words moment. But what a joy to be able to experience with her on her first culinary retreat here in Italy and at the launch of her cookbook that just happened a week or so ago and just. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So let's jump in. I am so excited to have you. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible?
1: All right. So um, I have, like it said in the intro, have always loved cooking, learned when I was young, just have always been involved in the kitchen. And I have Always wanted to have a food business since the age of 17, when I was deciding what to do for college. Took a detour until a few years ago when I started the Effortless Kitchen and um, I've started it as a I guess, personal chef business because all I really wanted to do was cook. I thought I was going to open a brick and mortar, too much work, like all of those things. I wanted to build the perfect business for myself and my lifestyle, which is around children and travel and personal life and everything else. So um, the Effortless Kitchen came to be in 2019 with the help of the support of my Polkadot powerhouse sisters, and they're cheering me on. Um, And I just jumped in. I uh, waited a very long time for this, and I just decided I need to do it and try it. And it worked.
0: It worked. Oh, my gosh. Those are the magic words right there. Mm -hmm. It worked. Oh, that's amazing. So tell us what makes you invincible.
1: I think my resilience. I think my... uh, you know, just go for it. Like, I know that's a Nike slogan, right? Just do it. But I honestly feel like that is my motto. Just do it. Because if you think about it and you plan it and you make it perfect and you try and, you know, all the things that people do in the background to wait and wait and procrastinate, um, I would have never started this business if I didn't just go for it. And what's the worst that could happen? It doesn't work and you try something else.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Oh boy. Isn't that a lesson you would have liked to learn when you were 17, right? When you, when you knew you wanted to, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. Well, today we are talking about cooking, right?
1: (laughs) All things food, right?
0: All things food. And I'm so excited because you have so much knowledge around this. I consider you to be an expert. Uh, I absolutely love, love, love your cookbook. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, but let's dive in here. Let's talk about this. I know just even being in this Abruzzo experience, there have been people that have said like I don't cook and here they are in a cooking class with me and I'm watching them cook and I'm saying to them you just cook that you just you are a cook you know right so like there's this transformation that yes. that happens from like I'm not a cook to yes. I am a cook let's jump yes. in tell us everything we need to know about this cooking thing
1: all right so I think uh, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of the game but I feel like that is my superpower I didn't know that I had I jumped into these cooking classes and doing them virtually because of the pandemic and people were bored in their homes. What am I making for dinner? What am I doing every day? And so I just started posting videos of what I was making for dinner and it turned into a business organically. So I'm thinking the business is just about sharing new recipes, maybe inspiring people. What it turned out to be was really helping people gain the kitchen confidence And like you said, I'm not a cook. I don't know how to cook. I'm a terrible cook. All of those words, imposter syndrome words, people are using them as like that story they tell themselves. That's absolutely not true. As you've seen, there's a number of people on this trip. They're cooking. I know they they know they're cooking, but a lot of times in my classes, Because we're virtual and like people are busy making the meal. We cook it all together on Zoom. They're actually making the food because I'm not anywhere near them. I can't help them. I can talk to them. In the end of the hour, they've made a full meal and they're like, holy crap, I made that. And it tastes good. I can't believe it. And so what it does is it takes that um, fear out of cooking for them and it makes them realize, hey, you know what, I really can do this. And so whether they continue learning from me or they just open another cookbook, ask a friend for a recipe, maybe they're just making that one recipe they learned, they're moving into a different way of living. And because I promote healthier food and healthier eating, it's really making their overall health better by choosing to make their own food versus buying it and eating out all the time.
0: I love that. So let's give some tips to some of these people out there. I mean, we've got men and women in this cooking class and they're just uh, diving in, right? It doesn't even matter. So let's give some tips to people who don't think they're a good cook or, uh, you know, or they're just intimidated by the whole thing.
1: Right. Okay. So I have a lot of people like this. I can't, I don't even know where to start, right? Where do I start? I think the best way to start if you're too intimidated to find a recipe on the internet, because maybe that's been terrible experience for you before. Cookbooks may be intimidating to people. Ask a friend for their favorite weeknight recipe simple, easy. What do they love to make? And then once you have the recipe in hand, this is like key for everybody, whether you're experienced or not read through the entire recipe, start to finish. So, you know, every ingredient you need to buy, what has to be prepped in advance about how long it'll take you. And then always assume more from whatever the recipe says, because they're never accurate. Maybe even including my own, because it's my pace, not yours. Um, The directions, super important to read through. So, you know, when things need to go in, what needs to be preheated because you want to just be relaxed when you get all of your ingredients out, relax. You know, it's going to be methodical. Just go through the recipe. But if you're running around your kitchen, finding ingredients, finding tools, oh my gosh, I have to have the oven preheated. I have to wait another 20 minutes before I start my dish. That just makes it really stressful. So Take your time, be methodical, but be prepared.
0: I love that. I love that. And, you know, one of the things that I love about what you're doing is that your recipes are healthy and that like I I did one of your cooking classes, but then I went through the recipe book and I love how you give options of healthier versions of Things so yes. so. Let's talk a little bit about that because we know, like in the United States, right? We we don't really have most of us a healthy appetite uh, or, or yeah. healthy desires for food. We want all the bad stuff, right? right? Uh, yeah. yeah so, so let's speak to that a little bit about. Okay, know, how to, so how to make that shift.
1: So there's actually a section in the beginning of the book that talks about like some swaps that you can do that to make a recipe a little bit healthier. And I don't want you to think that like I'm into like health foods and salads and it's boring and it's bland. It's not. It's delicious, flavorful food with some tweaks to ingredients where it's going to make it a little bit faster, like our weeknight bolognese. Two things about that. It's faster because we're using tomato paste instead of tomatoes that need to cook down. So it's concentrated tomato flavor, very easy and quick. The other thing that we do in that recipe that I do a lot in others is swap out the meat protein. So bolognese in particular is going to be like a beef or pork version or a combination of that. And I prefer to use ground turkey or ground chicken. I find that I don't miss the flavor or the fat. And you can always add more with olive oil if you want to. It just those little tweaks over time really make a difference.
0: I love that. Now let's talk about like... In the kitchen, like what, what kind of things do they need for these recipes? So, you know, what, is there like a favorite pots and pans or the best, uh, you know, kitchen gadgets, things like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that any really good, first of all, everybody needs a good knife and a good knife does not mean an expensive knife. A good knife means something that's comfortable in your hand to use and it's sharp. Sharp is key because you can have great knives. If they're dull, you you can cut yourself. It sounds counterintuitive that you're going to cut yourself on a dull knife, but they slip. Super sharp knives go through the food very quickly. So it doesn't really matter what brand you use. Honestly, I like Cutco, which is, you know, one of those uh, <laughs> used to be door to door, um, American made, all that stuff. I love Cutco and they're not high end knives. Um, pots and pans. I mean, I have a set that I bought from uh, registered for when I got married. So all clad, but heavy, like a, a nice heavy duty pot pot or pan is great. You want something that's a little bit thick, nothing thin, because then your food will burn quickly. You can't control the heat. Uh, I have two favorite kitchen tools. Okay. That's a lie. I have a lot of favorite kitchen tools, but what I always recommend, um, I use a lot of, um, garlic and ginger in my food. So a microplane grater, which is also called a rasp. Um, they use it in woodworking, but also in the kitchen. So I use it for grating garlic because I like my garlic finely grated. I use it for ginger and then you can also use it for zesting citrus fruit. So I love a multi-use tool. Um, another tool that I love, our gadget is um, the OXO mini measuring cup. It's a four tablespoon measure. So a quarter cup. And you know how when you go to measure liquid in like the little measuring spoon and you're like spilling stuff out till you get to the bowl? Yeah, it's perfect for one, two, three or four tablespoons of liquid measure. So I have three of them in my kitchen, constant rotation in the, and they look horrible. They're they're probably not even supposed to go in the dishwasher In the dishwasher. So um, those two are my biggest tools that I use in every class, every time I cook and I recommend to everyone. I love, and it. I don't get I have no affiliation with Oxo or Microplane. Oh, oh right, right! We don't do that. <laughs> I should, but I'm not. I'm not endorsing it because I do it. I like think I get nothing. Just yes. the pleasure to know that other people are enjoying them.
0: Yes, and that's amazing too. Because once you figure it out, we we want to share it with the others, right? Save them mm-hmm. some time. I love mm-hmm. that. And what if if someone has never really ventured into the kitchen and made an actual meal? What would mm-hmm. you say would be the easiest first thing for them? Oh. That's a really good question. Like where should they just wander in on that, that they can master this one thing and feel confident in the kitchen and be able to
1: try other things. I would say some of the more, um, the more basic noodle dishes, Or fresh bowls, what I love about the bowls in particular, and there's a section in the book on like vegetarian dishes, a lot of them are bowls and what a bowl means is you just put a bunch of ingredients in a bowl and it becomes a dish. So honestly, it could be just a combination of anything, but like, for instance, the one that's called the Buddha bowl, it's got a bunch of veggies in it that you might, you can choose the kind that you like. It has a simple dressing that we make. And um, some nut protein. So if you have like chop up some nuts by hand, no no processor needed for that. So um, something like that or um, like a simple one of my more simple pasta dishes. There's meatballs and marinara. I've made that in class with young children who like did it with a girl scout troop from like second or third grade and not to intimidate any adults listening because it's, it's, it's my grandmother's recipe for marinara sauce. It's a very easy recipe. Marinara sauce is not scary to make. And then you boil some pasta. So, um, and then the meat, my meatballs are delicious. I have a whole section on meatballs from around the world. It's my favorite section of the book. If I had to pick one. I just love a good meatball. And so I teach in the book how to make meatballs. And every meatball recipe is the same method with different ingredients, different seasoning in there.
0: I love that. And again, like you have the section that says, like, if you're trying to eat healthier, that you can you can have ground turkey or ground chicken instead of beef yeah. so yeah, i love that exactly i love it any other hot tips
1: for those who are wish they were a cook uh, and what i built um, it's my slogan it's my slogan just do it just right? do it <laughs> just do it honestly just jump in and try something because what's going to happen you try it maybe you don't like the dish but if you don't like the dish don't get rid of it Don't get rid of the recipe. It doesn't mean the recipe's bad. It means for your palate, you don't love it. But what do you not like about it? Figure it out and go, well, if I try to add a little bit of salt, what does that do? If I try to add a little bit of citrus juice or whatever we have in there that's like the acid piece, what does that do? Like play around with flavors and see what you really enjoy gravitate towards that but i honestly think like don't feel like cooking is super intimidating just go in maybe flip through a cookbook maybe it's mine maybe it's someone else's but a recipe that has less ingredients than others like i wouldn't jump into pad thai like that's just being honest like that is probably one of my more complex not hard but just has a lot of ingredients recipes so people look at me and go oh i can't make that it has all these ingredients but it is actually super easy to make
0: I love it. Oh my gosh. And here's the book right here that has already earned 16 awards. Oh my gosh. Congratulations to you. Thank you. So beautiful. And I mean, this dish on the front,
1: what is, what is this one dish? It's a red coconut curry, Turkey meatballs. Oh my gosh. It's just so flavorful and so delicious. And I know we've been spending almost this whole week eating Italian food, but now I'm looking at that going, "Mm, I want that now. Like (laughs) that looks really good.
0: (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I had this sitting here on the table when I was getting ready to get on the zoom with you. And I was like, I'm not even hungry, but this makes me look hungry, Uh, Mm -hmm. delicious. And I just, I love the simple recipes. I, you know, I love your cooking classes. And I would love to spend a minute on that, but, uh, anything else you want to share about the book? I feel like we just shared a lot, but, um, I do. Yes. There's one thing in particular.
1: It's, um, we talked about it being simple. It truly is like the top, the subtitle of the book about being simple and healthy and easy for every day. That is my focus. That's my focus of my classes. Um, these recipes are from my classes. Every recipe has a section on dietary substitutions. I think it's really important to try and accommodate as many people as I can within a recipe. So I try to hit the major ones, gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, vegetarian. Not every recipe can be accommodating, but where it can be, every recipe has a substitution for those. I love it. I,
0: it's, it's simple. I like, and I know just being here in Italy with you, like there are many of us that have dietary restrictions. So, so like, it is important, you know, when they're preparing our meals that they're taking mm-hmm. all that into consideration. And I love that you're doing this with the cookbook because they're, you know, women have kids that maybe they can't eat certain things. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's yep. so important that you you've really done that. Um, that's so great. Let's talk about your virtual classes. I know that's a big part of what you're doing now. You have the book that people can get, your recipes, mm-hmm. you have the classes, you have the retreats. Oh my gosh, Debbie. Yeah. I, it's like a
1: pinch me, right? I know it's you. Totally. Know you it that, is. It's, it's like, like living, yeah. the dream, right? yes. living the dream, right? Living the dream. Mm-hmm. You created we can talk about the we can we can talk about the retreat. The classes is where like that is the core of my business. That's yes. where this all started. Yeah. Um what do you want to know?
0: Let's well, first let's talk about your classes. Like, because I okay. think it's just such a simple thing. It's available to everyone. Let's dive in, tell them a few minutes about okay. uh, you know, what it is, how they can get involved, what they can
1: expect, why they would okay. want to do this. Awesome. All right. So my classes are live. And virtual. So you can be wherever you are and reach me and connect with me and have a cooking lesson. They're group classes. So you join one class, you can join multiple classes. I have class packages you can buy for the season. I plan them seasonally. So right now I'm in the middle of my fall season. Those classes will end the middle of December. New menu comes out probably middle of December, starting for the first weekend in January, not the holiday weekend, obviously. Um, We usually kick off the season with a birthday class because my birthday is January 7th. And that's always Mm -hmm. really fun because I don't often do dessert during classes. I'm really known for savory. You notice my cookbook, it does not have one dessert recipe in there. Um, But I do make an exception for my birthday class and we do a small, simple dessert that is accommodating to the dietary restrictions that people have. Um, So when we cook together, it's on Zoom. Uh, My classes are Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Full instruction, I really want people to come to class, especially people who are uncomfortable. Come to class and learn everything from scratch, from beginning to end. We are chopping vegetables together. We are mixing ingredients together. We are measuring together. Like I don't want someone to go through the cook, the, the recipe list and go, okay, I need to prep all of these things before I even hop on the Zoom. That's stressful, that's not fun. We do it together and part of the reason why I do it is because what I found from the very beginning is that not everybody knows how to chop vegetables. You can get by and get from point A to Z any which way. I want people to know the proper way, meaning the safe way there's cuz vegetables are round a lot of them so we got to cut and make a flat surface so they don't roll here's how to dice here's how to slice so that's what that's why I do the start to finish instruction and I feel like people feel are more comfortable people can ask questions while we go through no question is a dumb question um and at the end we take a fun group photo and then you can go off and eat on your own
0: I love it and you know I had the the privilege of being on your Italy uh, class. So for everyone yes. who was coming here to the retreat in Italy, and um, we made this uh, the amazing bolognese sauce, which she's talked about already, yeah. Um, yeah. and it was amazing, and it became one of my favorite fast one pot recipes mm-hmm. uh, that I absolutely love, and I've Good. made it every week since. <laughs>
1: So, it is it's totally like just yep. yeah that was easy, my favorite easy, easy, one in yeah. the book
0: and that's in the book mm-hmm. and it is delicious so I love that um and so your classes will be starting up in January for your birthday and so let's do this let's tell our listeners how they can find you and get more information about these cooking classes where they could register
1: Okay. So this, my seasonal menu is listed on my website. My website is theeffortlesskitchen.com. The three little letters in the beginning, T-H-E, super important. There's other Effortless Kitchens versions out there. So that's me, theeffortlesskitchen.com. I love it.
0: Okay. Now let's talk about these retreats. O-M-G. Uh, I can't, I mean, I'm sitting here now looking out the window. Uh, I can't believe, I know, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we've been here all week. I can't believe we have to leave soon, Uh, you know, but this has been amazing. I know this is your very first full culinary experience here in a new country. It it is a dream for me, so I can't even imagine what you're experiencing this week as the creator. So let's,
1: I am experiencing exactly how you are and everybody else. There's 16 of us together here. Every single one of us is like, how can this be real life right now? Like, we are so fortunate to be here. I knew what we were getting into maybe more than you guys did because I, I planned it in in, and I found the place and um, it's a center that does the whole package, which I love. Um, And, uh, you know, threw together a group of people who didn't know each other. I think that may be even uh, like one of the more amazing parts is that people are, I knew it was going to be like this, but I didn't know it was going to be this good. People are connecting, and getting to know each other and sharing. And it's just an amazing experience. Not only I'm looking at the countryside right now, we're up on top of this this mountain hill um, and there's just farms and it's just totally gorgeous, but um, the food's incredible. Every time we eat a meal and I'm glad this is on video for some people because our faces, like when you talk about it, we are literally like, Oh my God. And It has exceeded my any expectations that I had for it. Um, I planned it because I was being selfish. I love to travel. I love to eat when I travel. And I thought, how fun would it be to bring a group of people to experience a region? I love Italy, so let's go eat some Italian food. Um, But a region and get to know their food culture and what they're about, because every region is different. Um, in most countries anyway, but especially in Italy, um, they're known for different things. So, um, I said, Hey, if I, I want to do this, I bet you there's a bunch of people out there who would love to travel and experience it with me. So, um, that's how it started and it's blown up and everybody's super excited. Um, I know you mentioned this already, but I've planned my next one and it's going to be in this exact location because how can I not return? I don't know how, how can you know, cannot not
0: return. Right? I don't even want to leave. So I don't want to leave either. I know, I can't even answer that. But it's yeah. exciting to know you're coming back. So tell us mm-hmm. about what, what are the dates that you're coming back for this one? And how can people sign up and get their spot, reserve their spot to come on this amazing, magical experience with
1: you? Okay. So just briefly, like we are in Abru- the, the Abruzzo region, in a town called Caronchio. Um, we are at the top of a mountain living in this gorgeous palazzo um, that has been renovated, we all have our own rooms with bathrooms and it's modern. Um, and it's just, it's the, to, to die for views from here. We are, um, eating meals that we've made. Some of them we're doing for cooking classes, by the way, when, when Cammy said we're doing cooking classes, I'm also the student, which I love. I love learning about cooking and we're learning a lot of different things from chef Dino, um, we're doing excursions to different food experiences in other towns. So it's just been amazing. So, uh, we are returning July 2nd of 2023. Um, it's a six, uh, six, sorry. What are we six nights? I can't even remember like when we got here. Yeah. Seven day experience. And, um, it's an all inclusive package. So it's on my website under the travel page, um, Italy 2020 summer, 2023, um, and we're going to do something similar to what we've done here, but because the weather is different, we're definitely going to have a beach day, which I can't wait because we saw the beach yesterday.
0: We did. Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> ate, we ate looking out at the Adriatic Sea. We had lunch. It was incredible. Yeah, We had a seafood lunch, three course lunch, uh, looking at the Adriatic Sea. It was so magical. It was so magical peaceful. Yeah. It
1: is super peaceful and zen here. You open the window or you walk outside and it's just quiet.
0: It is <laughs> it's it is like, it's like beautiful. You're by yourself. You can actually yes. think. You can and think. And, it, and what you and... said, like it's inclusive. Like everything is included. Like I have spent no money except for when I went to the olive place and bought some like really fun stuff but mm-hmm. every you don't need your wallet like i put my wallet away and mm-hmm. everything has been just amazing every meal every glass and of good. wine every I laugh know. we have laughed so hard we've made so many new friends uh there's men here with their wives and there's women here by themselves and and every one of them is stepping into this new moment mm-hmm. in their life of whether it's independence or just being encouraged to step, step into a higher level or the next greatest version of themselves. And we're all being empowered and inspired and laughing and relaxing. And it is amazing. It is literally. Not that goosebumps. It is, it, yeah, it is it's literally exactly amazing. what it is. And yeah. yeah. And I said this to Massimo uh, that like, this is going to leave a mark. Like I am never mm-hmm. going to be the same. Uh, mm-hmm. This has changed my life. And I know that just from talking to all the other people here that they feel the same way, too. And it is amazing. So thank you. Thank you, Debbie, for following that call to to step out and to, to promote this and to bring us all here together. I am so appreciative of that. Uh, It has been such an amazing experience. I can't wait to come again. So I want to invite all of those listeners out there. Like who's coming? Who's coming to Abruzzo?
1: Come on, it's amazing. If you're
0: ready, if you're ready to live your best life, come on, just jump on the website and grab your spot. It's limited, Mm -hmm. you know? It is limited.
1: Yeah. It's on purpose limited. limited.
0: Yeah. It can only hold so many people. And, um, you know, that's just what it is. And it is an Mm -hmm. experience that you will never Mm -hmm. forget. Uh, Mm -hmm. This has been so great. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have. We would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at KamiLiemann.com, as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, whatever is your favorite platform. We will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th. So don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there.
2: You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, Consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment. To walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at infoadventurefound.org.
0: You know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs, that we're going to expert share their expert zone of genius and spotlight them. But we also promise them that we're going to pull back the curtain, that we're going to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of that journey that you had to take to success. So are you ready to tell some quick fun stories?
1: I am ready. Awesome. I am always ready.
0: Awesome. So the first thing we want to talk about is the good or the great part of your journey. So would you tell us a quick story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, aside from being here because it's like in the moment, um I honestly even forgot that I wrote a cookbook because we're in Italy and I'm just so immersed in the region and and the fun and the the experience. But um I mean, I I I said it before, but I I'll tell you a, a quick story. And this is how I realized how much I'm really helping people in the kitchen. Um, I didn't realize how many people are out there who feel so uncomfortable and it was a woman who had taken a class of mine early on who was afraid to take the class her friend convinced her just try it you'll see I promise you it's not hard and um afterwards she came to me and she said I have to tell you This is my story. I don't cook. I don't like to cook. I'm afraid to cook. I didn't want to come to your class. Now, not only did I feel successful in your class and I enjoyed the experience, but I'm going to be cooking more from now on. I'm going to be, you know, using your recipe and others. I think she did one other class with me. She decided to do a private event with her friends um, after that one class, but has not, she has not come back to class with me, but has continued cooking. Similarly, there's another friend who has never taken my class. She loves to cook, but what she did was um, I did a just a fun group for a, for a like an old, you know, new moms group. My, my, one of my oldest, who is now is 21 when she was mm-hmm. a baby. So that's how long I've been connected to these women. I just did a fun like holiday event with them just, you know, as friends. She said after that, every Sunday she got together on Zoom with a good friend of hers who was remote and made a different meal together because of being in my class. And she said it's been the greatest experience for them. It's been two and a half years and she's just continued it.
0: That's amazing. And Mm -hmm. it is you're empowering women to... To really Mm -hmm. step into that. And some Mm -hmm. of them have, you know, their stories, they were told they're not good, uh, you know, cooks or whatever. It's, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So it's so neat to see them step into that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, well, that was a great story. Could you tell us a story about the bad part of the journey? Not ugly, but maybe the bad.
1: I think what I didn't realize as um, an independent business owner and a solopreneur, it's really solo and it's challenging and it's lonely at times, even though I'm connecting with people. Thank goodness I am. Um, but doing everything, deciding everything, managing everything on my own um, has been hard, harder than I thought. And um I have some financial support because my husband's a CPA. So he decided to take over the books. Thank goodness. Um, I used to be a CPA. That's what we didn't talk about, but that was my first path out of college. Totally different from what I'm doing now. Never loved it. I could totally handle my books if I wanted to, but why would I? Because he now is like, you know, doing them. Um, And I have somebody who helped me with my website where I thought one and done experience because the website's done. Hello. It's a, it's a living and breathing thing and I'm not a techie person. So I needed support. So I've hired her continuously to help me update. As you heard, we do see, I do seasonal menus. Now these trips, I have to have somebody help me do that. So, but everything else I'm still doing on my own I manage my own social media and I figure out every recipe and then I wrote the cookbook and it's just more than I thought. Um, so I don't know if it's a definition of bad. I would say it's a challenge. Well, yeah. and
0: that's what it is. That's what we talk about yeah. is some of the challenging yeah. things because people look at you and think you're so lucky. They have no idea what you have to go through to create this success, yeah. right? And these wins. Well, yeah. this is our last thing. And that, this is the ugly. So tell us a real quick story about the ugly part of the journey. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Do you know it's ugly and this should be ugly for everybody's imposter syndrome and some people have it and some people say they don't have it, but I think everybody has a version of it. Um, And for me, it is the um, idea, that idea that I had in my head, but I had heard it from other people in different ways that who would hire me if I'm not a trained chef like that was going through my mind. I know I am a home cook. I have a passion for cooking, but I don't have a degree. And I've heard other people being asked, well, you're a coach. What kind of degree do you have? Or what, what's your background? And I'm like, well, that's insulting. Like, So I felt like you know I already had that in my head about being a chef. So if I'm thinking that, then other people are going to ask me. And then what am I going to say? And I'm going to be a fraud and all these things. And so I spent many years, like I said, since I was 17, distracted by other things. And I had three kids and I was a stay-at-home mom, but this food thing kept coming up and I kept pushing it down and I kept pushing it down. And then being part of Polka Dot Powerhouse really helped me see that there are women out there who are just going for it and just doing the things that they're really passionate about. And I was like, well, if they're doing it. Why can't I do it? Let me just push this aside and let's see what happens. And let me prove myself wrong. And I, when I say I jumped in, I really jumped in because I was afraid and I could very easily do what other people tend to do and just plan and let me see, and it's going to be perfect. And I said, Look, I'm going to set a launch date for myself and I'm going to have a big party. This was pre COVID mm-hmm. and I'm going to cook a bunch of food. People are going to come over. We're going to talk and get excited about this business. And I set that date. And then once I put it out there, that was it. I had to start it. Right. So, um, imposter syndrome, you know, it comes up every now and then like writing the cookbook. I sat on it for two months without doing a thing because I said, well, I don't know, you know, what are people going to think? They're going to think those recipes are silly because I don't, I'm not a chef. And I don't know if you saw like Ina Garten story. She's not a trained chef. Look at her. Yeah. Like, she's a home cook. Right. And she still follows her own recipes to a T. Like she doesn't just wing it in the kitchen. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like a mirror image of myself. Mm -hmm. I can only wish, right? But like, I'm like that smaller version um, of that, like, you know, home cook. I believe in it. And now that I see the power that, um, you know, putting my stuff out there and helping other people has, it's that is um, the definition of success for me because um, it's not about the money. It's about the empowerment of other people and myself.
0: A hundred percent. And that is exactly what you're doing. I'm seeing it here. I saw it on your virtual cooking class and I see it in your cookbook. And you are just, you really are empowering people. And I love that. And they are able to take control with the knowledge that you have they can take control of their health and of their dietary Mm -hmm. uh, needs Mm -hmm. and all of that and still enjoy food uh, and in a simple way and be empowered to share it with others. And I love that. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you you. for sharing all of this and being so authentic about what it really does take and what you go through and that, you know, entrepreneurship is not easy. There are many things that we have to deal with uh, and we're not lucky. We just work really hard and we overcome, right? And that is what you did. And that is what makes you invincible. And to our listeners, just click the link in the show notes where you can find Debbie And also the link to order the Effortless Kitchen Cookbook and also to reserve your spot on the next trip to Abruzzo, Italy. So thank you, Debbie. And to our listeners, I don't know where you you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it.